George Chance sputtered. What do you mean you've booked me on a radio show? Tiny Tim Terry relit his five-cent cigar before he replied. That's right. I bumped into Walt Gilbert yesterday. He's headed up to Maine to pound out some more shade stories. He tipped me to an offer he's had. Magic on the radio? What am I supposed to do? Have the announcer say, Shandu gestures hypnotically before the sound effect of an elephant appearing? You forget about Walter's past, George. He was the great Gandalf's biographer, not to mention an expert on the history of magic. Like you, he's friends with all the major names and a lot of the up-and-coming ones working today. The folks at Who's in Town wanted him to come on once or twice a month. He'd talk about who's performing and where. If needed, he'd tell stories about famous magicians. Nowadays, you're more in town than he is. If we play our cards right, we can get a formal plug for your New York School of Magic every time you show up. What did you say to that? Sunday night, two weeks later, Chance sat in front of a microphone, wondering if he needed to have his head examined. Sure, he had a stack of notes in front of him, but still he felt nervous. In the past, he'd been interviewed by radio show hosts or reporters as he toured. Those, mostly, were one-on-one -on -one affairs. This show had all the guests in a make-believe parlor. He would be asked for a report on the state of magic in the region. Once all the regulars and guests like him reported, a general discussion would begin. Who knew where that might lead? As the studio clock approached the hour, Lamar Richards, who's in town's host, stopped his low chat with Herbert Johnson, the producer. As Johnson exited for the control room, Richards addressed each guest in turn, starting on his left. Mr. Broadway, New York columnist Walt Whitley, was the only one Chance had actually met before. Miss Film, show name for Abby Francis, did well as an actress until the studios all moved west. She still remained a well-informed fan of the industry. Known as Tom Club, Thomas McEwen apparently visited every venue, from Long Island to Harlem to Jersey. To sport, born Phil Martinelli, once caught for the Brooklyn Dodgers. Before they sat down, George heard him mumble irritably to Miss Film about having to mention an upcoming ice show. Air Waver, Chance could not remember the real name of the man who sat next to him. He came on now and then to report on events where the public could actually see stars of radio shows in person. On George's other side sat Arthur Raymond, now appearing in an off-Broadway production of All Quiet on the Western Front. Off behind them, Murray Splat Robbins tested the weird collection of stuff that produced the show's sound effects. One minute, called out Lamar Richards. Splat, put down that kazoo. Starting with Walt, go around the table, say your names as a last mic check. He paused after they complied. How'd that sound, Ralph? We ready? Engineer Ralph Owen's voice boomed out of a speaker above the control room window. Sounded good, Lamar. Fifteen seconds. Ten seconds. Five. The speaker cut out. George, the host, and some of the others watched through the window as Ralph finished the countdown on his fingers. Then the pre-recorded introduction to the show came up. Chance recognized the up-tempo voiceover as the work of the much-in-demand Ed Jeffries. Live from Rockefeller Center, find out who's in town. Presented by the wonderful bakery line of cookies and snacks. Everybody loves something wonderful as they listen to the radio. 
Tonight's broadcast is going out live to the whole region on the Lamont Network. Now, let's find out who's in town. Take it away, Lamar Richards. Good evening to you all. A veteran of live stage performances, George Chance felt himself relax. He listened as Richards bantered a bit with the regulars. Next came their reports. Then he was introduced. As he spoke without reference to his notes, Chance saw Arthur Raymond draw himself up for his turn. Everybody here knew that this broadcast would increase the BIC if a little-known production. Chance almost stumbled over a word when the unflattering definition of BIC, butts in chairs, flashed through his mind. Then his report ended. Thank you, George, said Lamar Richards brightly. Let me remind anybody naughty enough to tune in late that we've just heard from master magician George Chance. We hope this will be the first of many visits. 